Okay, hello and welcome to another episode of, of We Don't uh, Know Yet. It's still stuffed. <laughs> so yeah. this is a stuffed podcast. We are looking for a new name. So if you have any ideas. Send them through to us. Yeah. Uh, we, we answer social media occasionally, mostly, uh, quite often, um, after we've had a good think about it first. But right now we're still the Stuffed Podcast. I'm Marche and joining me is Brett Fenter, the editor of Stuff. Today we're talking about one overall topic and then we will get into the product reviews later on. Yeah, last week taught us that um, maybe we talk a little bit too much. So we, we've decided to cut down the number of things we're talking about. And the w- thing that we are talking about this week is probably the biggest news from the week that isn't Elon Musk. <laughs> or, you know, local, local voting thing stuffs. And that's Facebook. Um, or should we call it by its new name? Yeah. <laughs> if I absolutely have to. Um. So Facebook's renamed itself to Meta. Yes. M-E-T-A. And that's... Not for the social network, which I've realized is a big misconception under the public, right? I mean... I mean a lot of people are like, oh, so Facebook's going to be meta now. My husband asked me, I've heard many friends like not being unsure about <laughs> the new name. But don't stress, like Facebook's going to stay Facebook yes. on your phone and on your laptop. Um, the only real change is that the holding company is now called Meta. Yeah, so so Facebook is owned by Meta. Facebook isn't owned by Facebook anymore. And um, it, ca- it okay, if anything, it makes our job easier because instead of saying all the Facebook-owned apps, including Facebook, WhatsApp, and Instagram, we will say all the Meta-owned apps, including Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. It's yep. just a bit more clear... Yeah, but I really, really, really don't like Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> getting his way. It's such a dumb name as well. Yeah. Do I they mean, know it's a meme? Do they know? I, I don't think they were planning for it. Um, I think that just kind of happened. Do you think Mark knows what memes are? Well, I don't know. It depends. Uh, <laughs> you have to prove you're not a robot in order to post most memes, so <laughs> maybe not. Um. So, yeah, um, let's 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 get into this meta thing because I've kind of been avoiding <laughs> all news about it. I didn't really want to read up on it just because it's so dumb. Um, but it's kind of my job to know what it what it is and what it means for future tech stuff and uh, consumers and everything. So what does what does the meta what is the metaverse and how does it influence um, normal users? Well, uh, I mean, look, the Zuckerberg mentioning the metaverse happened just before the name change, um, and a lot of people like kind of saw it coming. The, uh, they saw um, the domain registrations from uh, uh, Facebook side, um, but like the the name change is to illustrate that Facebook is pushing into the metaverse, which is a quite an old term. Um, it's been around since 1992. Um, cyberpunk novels. Um, uh, uh, I think that was, I think it was Neil Stevenson. Um, anyway, uh, 
let, let's let's not fall down that particular rabbit hole. Um, the metaverse is supposed to be the future of the internet, um, but anytime somebody comes up with a marketing idea, it's always the future of this or the future of that. Nobody ever goes. Uh, I mean, it's 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 marketing speak, really. But um, the metaverse is basically Facebook Meta. Um, <sighs> finding a proper use for its virtual reality division so they want which is a big it's a big part of the company i read that um they employ up to ten thousand people uh, and that's like 20 percent of their overall and they're they're looking to create another ten thousand jobs in, in the, the division just um, for j just for vr and ar applications yeah so Okay, so obviously they're betting hard on VR and AR, which makes sense. I feel like a lot of tech companies are doing the same thing. Apple is Apple's doing the same got thing. a rumored headset coming, yeah, yeah, like any day now for the last so two years. Fair enough, right? But in in the real world, <laughs> right? How how valuable, how applicable is AR and VR tech currently for the normal person on the ground? Like we like we are. Um, submerged in the world of tech and we know how these things work. We've used VR headsets, but we don't use it on a daily basis. We don't use it to do our work no. like on on a normal, regular basis. And we, in especially AR, like I feel like AR has been overhyped very well over the past few years. No one really uses it for anything other than novelty. Yeah. Um, you see... <sighs> Okay, that's that's not if if you get into like what was it Microsoft glasses? What was Microsoft's glasses? Um, that's the Hololens. Yeah, those. So those are applied in like industry. They're, industry. They're, they're yeah. being used in industry. Um, yeah. uh, they're testing some. Well, they've they've been testing them for a while you know, on the International Space Station. Um, the U.S. Army's got a version that they want to buy eventually. Um, but like, the thing the thing about the metaverse is. It's only coming because the companies who develop things want it to come. Yeah. Uh, it's not really something that people are, are asking for. So, so Facebook and Microsoft and Samsung and whoever else gets involved because this, in order for it to work, everybody has to get involved. It, it, uh, it needs the kind of buy-in that you, uh, you had like when, with the development of the internet. Um, but uh, they're basically making it and they're going to have to sell it to people. Not physically, they're just going to have to convince people it's a good idea. Yeah. Um, because Facebook obviously thinks it's a great idea. But based on just Mark Zuckerberg's launch video, which I've watched just half an hour ago, um, I don't feel the need to use <laughs> the metaverse or, be any or have any parts in it. Like, it doesn't make sense. It, they, they didn't provide any solutions to actual real problems they were just like we can give you tools to work from home better like <laughs> okay mark we already have those tools right we can work from home very easily we live in a third world country <laughs> and we can okay we we live in a oh, in a, a life of privilege probably but we can easily work from home with the tools we currently have and I don't feel the need to put on a VR headset while doing that. Yeah, I mean, you know, to, to see a hologram of your the people you work with in your 
in your lounge while you're working at home. Uh, I mean, look, that that might sound like a cool thing to somebody who works at Facebook, <laughs> but like, to, it's like, no, why are you people in my house? I'm working at home. Also, I don't understand. I don't understand the instance. Like, how does that happen? You sitting there working with your VR or your AR glasses or whatever, and then. In the video, this woman walks past like she's going to go get coffee. What? Why? <laughs> like, what? Is she walking in real life? Did she like? Did she press a button that says, "Okay, m- let my av- avatar walk around for a bit because I need to go to the toilet." Like, h- how does that happen? I don't understand. I don't understand the reasoning. Well, they haven't shown very much uh, uh, practical. It's all hype. No, well, so far, yes. It's, it's all hype and it's all marketing. They'll have to show me, like, actual tangible reasoning mm. behind this. Well, I mean, they, they did show off their Horizon workspaces recently, which I- is kind of a basic concept, um, like the, the metaverse. Um, you know, it, it basically having in-person meetings, it's, it's very, very early 2000s sort of science fiction where you've got avatars interacting and holograms yeah, um i don't know if you remember playstation home i think it was playstation home on the ps3 i think so like it, it, you you built a little house and little people could come and interact yeah. it's basically that except that you can see it from a oh first yeah, person this point of view you know what it reminded me of me's mm-hmm. from <laughs> from, <laughs> from nintendo from <laughs> nintendo like they looked like me's, the well, little avatars, and they, and I saw a headline that said something like, the r- the real applications of these human-like avatars. I was just like, they're not human-like. They look like me's. They're little plastic blobby things. Now, I, I, look, I get why they're doing it from a from a hardware perspective because you don't want an overcomplicated thing to render if you're going to put sixty of them in a room, but. Uh, the thing I worry about, at, at least Facebook's version of it, because Facebook wants their version of it to be the one that su- succeeds because then it works very much to their advantage. Yeah. But um, it, it has a very real possibility of turning out like, um, and I'm going to pick on Microsoft here a little bit. Um, Microsoft developed Windows 8. Remember Windows 8? Yes, that's the one that they they punted for tablets, and it had that weird tablet layout, the tile interface, and then they had Windows Mobile, which was their their when they bought Nokia for a while. Yeah, big oof. Yeah, big oof. <laughs> um, now, the 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 really interesting thing about that interface is that interface worked really well internally at Microsoft. Okay, people people who worked at Microsoft. Loved it. They loved it to bits. But they were all software engineered uh, engineers and they were working on these devices in a very specific way. And Microsoft didn't think past that point. They were just like, look how easy this is for us to use this thing. Everybody's going to love it. That's exactly what this feels like. Yeah, and, and, uh, and that's uh, uh, that's the kind of the vibe I'm getting from Facebook at the moment is... is uh, they're really excited about this and they think it's got some really good practical applications but I don't know I don't know if I don't know if the world is there yet I don't know if the world will ever be there uh, like you mentioned um, the hololens um, like that kind of um, 
uh, function for augmented reality where you basically have a, a step-by-step guide to fixing a machine you've never worked on before thanks to this set of goggles. Yeah, exactly. That makes Th- sense. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Like, you've you got to put send some guys up to Mars and they need to fix their own but generators. But you know why it makes sense? Because you're solving a real problem. Yes. Whereas... <laughs> Facebook isn't solving anything. Yeah, they're, they're, they're trying... Look, They're I, trying I, to reinvent something that already works properly at this point yeah. in tech. <laughs> and it's not, it's not necessary. Mm. Like once they find... Like, okay, most businesses are based on one simple thing and that's solving a problem that its audience has. Yes. Right? Facebook's audience doesn't have the, a problem like <laughs> this that they are trying to... S- fix it's just mark zuckerberg watched what's what's that movie ready player one too many <laughs> times and he was like i want that yeah, look the, the ready player one idea okay that that concept of a shared world that everyone can interact in has its attractions okay it, it really does but not the way that, like things stand now. You need the that kind of um, technology. You need an omnidirectional <laughs> treadmill. You need some kind of haptic feedback in a full body suit for that to really get to 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 that level. Um, trying to to launch like a business interface or uh, like a social interface is is basically as uh, as it stands now. It's a Zoom meeting with extra hardware. Yes. Um, with with terrible graphics. Yes, and we don't need that at this point in time. So the only people who are going to play are the people at Facebook. At Facebook for now, but how are they going to convince the, the everyday person that this is something they have to do? But even like okay, I already foresee what's going to happen. They can't. They won't be able to convince other Silicon Valley companies like google imagine like they can't convince google to implement the metaverse inside their company google won't do it apple won't do it so how is this going to scale just in the u.s (laughs) well i mean look virtual reality just as a technology has been tried over and over and over again um uh, since about the 80s um, like th- it's, it's certainly it's been an idea. It's an idea that's been around for decades. And every time somebody comes out with a revolutionary piece of hardware, the problem is getting people to pick it up. Now, uh, uh, expense, weight, uh, accessibility, a lot of, all yeah, that stuff. It, it, it's all been a factor. We're closer than ever to actually launching a functioning virtual reality system. But like Facebook's metaverse. Meta's metaverse. See that this is our next problem. Is <laughs> now we're going to have to talk about Meta's metaverse. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm not prepared for it yet, <laughs> but I think my that's body is I not ready. Yeah, I think that's the that's the big problem at this point right now is that VR and AR tech is not accessible to the majority of humans mm. on this earth, and the metaverse is going to only affect top few percent of humans who Mm. might be interested in it and it won't it won't affect most i think it's going to be a novelty for a long time oh yeah definitely but 
like 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 you you mentioned other companies have to get involved but facebook wants its version to be the one everybody adopts but if apple comes out with its own hardware apple's going to want its ecosystem and it's to gonna win happen. it's well, going to happen i mean um Here's a fun thing about Apple's current set of hardware is they've been building AR functionality into all of their devices for at least um, three years. Three years, yeah. Um, So if they launch a VR headset, the last three years of um, iPhones are already equipped to just pick it up. It'll, It'll just off and running and they've suddenly got this massive user base with the the devices that they need whereas facebook has to sell a bunch more oculus headsets like um i mean we've played with with them and twenty thousand rand for to to um to play inside the metaverse facebook's meta's metaverse to play inside meta's metaverse that's a bit of a steep barrier to entry but if it's already built onto your smartphone and apple's like here I don't know, I'm, I'm guessing here, but if they said, here's a 5,000 Rand headset, works with your phone, give it a shot, I, I'd say a substantial portion of Apple's um, fan base is going to, because Apple's made it, it's like, oh my gosh, it must be awesome. Yep. They're going to pick it up, they're going to they have it Apple has their own chips now, so they can easily just run, run mm. whatever software is needed on all of their M1 Macs and iPhones. Yeah, they're all arm based. They'll probably all have a uh, similar instruction set. So you 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 if you've got an iPad or an or a Mac, you should be able to just plug in a head a headset and then you'll That's that's some like long range thinking from Apple though. I I'm, Yeah, I'm but I wouldn't put it past them. No. If we see VR headsets become the norm in let's say 20 to 50 years, like Almost every person on earth has a VR headset. I would imagine someone like Google would go and say, okay, cool, we have this easy plug-and-play thing. Doesn't matter what brand your headset is Mm -hmm. to access Google's metaverse. That's something Google would do easily. Yeah. It's, I don't know. But I I think we might be be being a little bit horrible to, (laughs) to, to Zuckerberg and Facebook. Um, it's look. It's very easy to be negative about Facebook. It is, yeah, because they they routinely do horrible things. They don't uh, uh, they don't protect user information in, uh, the way they should, and they're constantly looking to absorb more and more information. Um, but we haven't actually seen anything like we haven't thought about you know what if it comes out and it's awesome. Not saying it will be, but what if it comes out and it's awesome? What are you going to do? Big doubt. Big doubt. Big doubt. You don't know. Press X to doubt. I get <laughs> that, but but um, you know, it, I can't. It I can't see. It, like it's hard for me to see how this is. How this is a useful tool to a normal person. Uh, look, I'm certainly not in South Africa. Okay, um, we, we don't have the we don't have the internet access. Yeah. Um, and, and I like I know our access is increasing, but it's it's nowhere near where it needs to be. Um, uh, so like you know, putting a, a standalone headset into everybody, every South African's hands, it's just not going to happen. No. Nope. Um, 
So, so for us, it's easy to be negative because it's like, well, that that stuff's not not going to work here anyway. But I want uh, to. Go, I'm going back to the problem thing. Hmm. Like they don't. There isn't anything that it's inherently solving by bringing out this feature. Hmm. So, 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 would you say that it's it's a little bit more Facebook's metaverse? I can't get over the meta meta name. <laughs> Facebook's metaverse is is similar. Do you, uh, do you remember the Juicero? No. You don't remember the I'm Juicera. I'm going to Google it right now. Google the Juicera. Um, the first result you'll get is probably the what went wrong at Juicera because they try to scrub that stuff off the internet. Juicera was, I think it was a $700 juicer. $400 juicer. $400 juicer that had proprietary bags of fruit that had to fit in a very specific way. Um, it <laughs> and um, uh, you got more juice out of the bag if you unscrewed the end of the bag and squeezed the bag by hand than the juicer could squeeze out. Oh, wow. So that basically they made a product. It was very Silicon Valley. They made a product that solved a problem that didn't exist. And there are a couple of them. I think there's seven or eight really big um, sort of tech flops like that. And maybe the metaverse idea is in that direction it, look it's, it's certainly something that's going to happen at some point at some point there's going to be this um you know, sort of uh sort of cross like a forced shift not a, i mean look <laughs> to, if, to the metaverse if join the metaverse or die look that might actually happen um <laughs> certainly facebook's going to try and do that but I've seen what happens when companies do that. Google tried it with Google Plus. They tried to force Google Plus. Do you remember what Google, Google yep, Plus was? I remember. Um, and they tried to force their social network into everything. And nobody played. Nobody yep. went. Eventually, they gave up. But luckily, that's how, that's how tech products and features and software are tested. And that's the trial by fire that they will go through. If the public hates it, they just won't use it, and it will die a, a quick and <laughs> a swift death. Well, I don't know, though. That you see, there, there's the thing with Facebook. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mark will, will push that yeah, thing. Yeah, so he, he might... like He's certainly willing to lose money to try and get this through. Oh, yeah. Um, but also, my, my other worry with the metaverse is what new information is Facebook going to collect? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... That's definitely a part of it because mm. that's Facebook's main product yeah. that they other people's information <laughs> that they make money from. Um, no, but like, like I mean, think about it. You've got a virtual reality headset that's got outward-facing cameras so that you don't blunder into your own furniture. And I'm basing this just on the Oculus. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's also got a head tracking system. Um, so there's an accelerometer in, in the headset itself, so it can tell where you what your head position is. Um, and then it also can tell how your arms are moved because of the controllers. Okay, mm. So basically, just, just with the current devices, it's theoretically possible for Facebook to know what the inside of your house sounds like, who's talking, what it looks like, what the layout is. And, and how your, you move. Yeah, your, your body signature, yeah. how, you, how you move. Um, you can't tell me that they don't have a use for that information. Oh, no, that's, that's far more like ri rich information than they can gather just from 
what your you're Facebook posting, yeah. search history or your Facebook post history. Hmm. Um, that's that's much more information, and I think that's a big worry here. Is what what are they collecting? How will they collect it? And like, how intrusive is the metaverse? And how intrusive are we going to let it be? Like, like. I think, but I think once you buy the product or you, it, you sign that away, right? Yeah. Like those Ray-Ban glasses. What are the they The stories, called? yeah. The story glasses wh- that have very obviously built-in cameras. Uh, pe- people, if you buy that pair of glasses and you walk around in public, you don't care what Facebook knows or what they see or like how they gather information like from your mm. glasses. It's look, it's 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 all a it's all a thing that's worth considering. It's all worth considering, because like nobody asked for Facebook. It kind of showed up, and everybody got on board before before we thought about um, private information as something that had value. You know, um, you because you don't you don't think you know the information I generate on a day to day basis has value, but it does. It really does, and the companies that exist. <laughs> on that information want to keep you from realizing that for as long as possible because it's currency to them. Um, and it should be considered currency by every person on the planet. Um, so when Facebook's going to expand in the way and the scale that they are now, um, before you just go, oh, virtual reality, this is shiny, and start playing with it, you should be asking, um, you know, how much control do you want Facebook to have over this perceived new internet? Um, like, I, I mean, I, I talk about social media in the office quite often. Um, and my, my thinking on it is that it shouldn't belong to governments and it shouldn't belong to companies. Like a, a true social media platform would be completely decentralized and it would belong to the people that use it. Um, so, so there's no way to make money off of the data that it generates. It's, it's basically everybody having an equal opportunity to speak and to interact and to exist on the same level. But if you, <laughs> if you've got a company like Facebook controlling that, or Twitter controlling that, or even Google, who um, may be better at keeping secrets than the other two, um, it doesn't. Uh, there, there are always going to be limitations and there are always going to be conditions to using it. Uh, but like that, that um, the ready going back to Ready Player One, you know, the the whole idea behind it was <laughs> was sort of this benevolent dictator who built a thing and then left it the hell alone. Um, and, and and I suppose that could work for for a platform like that. But um, you know, it, 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 what we're getting now is being built for money. And it's going to try and make as much as possible off the people who are using it. Yep. <laughs> that's very true. Mm. And that's a big problem. The problem is that we know Zuckerberg and the company and a lot of Silicon Valley-based companies are just in it for the all of the zeros that they see on the bank statements. Yeah, well, I mean, that's capitalism. <laughs> What's it? Late stage capitalism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corporate hell. Anyway, um, should we stop talking about uh, 
The odds making me depressed. Yeah, me too. Let's talk about something a little bit more fun. What are you playing with this week? So this week, well, actually the past month or so, I've been using the Sonos Beam Gen 2. Mm. That is a soundbar, and it is arguably one of, like, the best quality soundbars you can get in South Africa. Sonos is, is well known to make really good audio equipment. Mm. Um, and you have the any other Sonos stuff at home? I do. <laughs> and does it play nice? Yeah, so they all connect very easily to each other. They have a companion app, the Sonos app, which I don't like. <laughs> um, but I feel like making a good app is an art and not everyone's able to really execute what they want yeah. when it comes to apps. But uh, that aside, the hardware is pretty awesome. I used to have the Gen 1 Sonos Beam and this time... On the Gen 2, you get um, Enhanced Audio Return Channel, eARC. Um, that's just a fancier interface. And it is ve very nice if you have a compatible TV. Mm. Um, it also brings along some Dolby, Dolby Atmos sound. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Which is also nice. This weekend, we watched some movies and tasted the speaker. And it's just... It's it's like if you don't have a surround system, like mm -hmm. a 5.1 surround system, um, and you just want one soundbar, this is definitely an an option. And they go for 10,000 Rand at the moment in South Africa. They also have Google, uh, Google Assistant and Alexa built in if mm -hmm. you are part of the one of those ecosystems. So yeah, mm. that's that's the thing I've been playing with, and it's very nice. It looks exactly; it's the same dimensions as the previous one. So you can use the same wall mounting. Yeah, same wall mounting, same color, like. So how do you know it's different? Yeah, sounds it's better. It sounds better. <laughs> okay, now my my side of things um, also audio based. Weirdly, um, I got a pair of those um, Jabra Elite Three earbuds. Um, you know I'm a bit of a, uh, a headphone obsessive. How many do you have? Let's not talk about <laughs> it. It's, it's in the double double digits. I haven't gotten to triple digits I'm yet. I'm going to buy you a nice display case. No, don't. No, but <laughs> I, I use all of them. I, I, I got one there and one there and one there. So I, I just pick up a set of headphones from every flat surface in my house. Um, no, but I, like I was testing the Jabra Elite 3s. Um, they're, um, they're sort of a new budget version of their um, Elite uh, range. So uh, these are going for 1.6 um, at launch. Um, and as expected, you know, they're a little bit cheaper. Um, like the case feels a bit cheaper. The, uh, the buds feel a little bit cheaper. But they are surprisingly competent as far as audio goes. Because they've got quite a nice um, waterproof rating. Um, so I've been using them for, for exercise. I've been taking them on runs and things. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're a little bit in too enthusiastic when you stick them in your ear. They don't want to come out, which is a good thing. But the reason they don't want to come out is because of how the, uh, um, uh, the little silicone tips just sort of suction in there. It's like some kind of ear squid. I like that because I lose buds very easily. Oh no, these these every time I take them out, there's like an audible sort of, so, uh, so that like they they stay stay in there. Um, uh, 
the audio quality is good. That's something that they haven't really skimped on. Um, but since the, there's no real um, active noise cancellation, it's all passive. And it's decent. It's competent enough that um, the, there's a hear-through setting. And if you want to hear what's going on around you, you have to activate it. But <laughs> every time I put those things back in the case, the hear-through setting turns off again, and I have to go into the app to, to, um, to re-enable it. Uh, actually, when I was, when I was voting... Because um, I was in the queue for, uh, I figured I was going to be in the queue for a while, so I brought um, the earbuds with me and I just popped on an audiobook while I was um, waiting. I got through like the like an hour's worth of um, uh, Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere, just standing in line, but with enough um, audio coming through that I could actually hear people talking around me. No details because you know I was listening to Neil Gaiman narrate his own book, which was fantastic, but. Uh, uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I'm impressed. For for one six, you could do a hell of a lot worse. Yeah, that's uh, a good price for decent earbuds. Mm. Um, and I know Max has got the Elite uh, Twos. Uh, I haven't actually asked his opinion yet. We should ask him next time. Um, yeah. But so uh, we I can check the the differences, the upgrades. Yeah. Um, I think those are even cheaper. Uh, let's see. We'll throw them up on the screen. Um, yeah, they want three. So slightly cheaper, 300 bucks cheaper. No, not bad. Hmm. Okay, um, and we are on to the app feature. What apps are we talking about? So we tried to think about relevant apps this week, mm. but nothing's relevant because... Everything's awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're talking about ride-hailing apps in South Africa. Yes. We have a few more options than we did like this time last year at least. Yeah. Um, the ones that I would like to touch on is Uber. Everyone knows Uber. Yeah. It's just so it's so common. Um, then there's Bolt, which used to be Taxify. Mm. They're, they're from a weird country. Yeah, they're from like Lithuania or oh, Estonia, something. wasn't Estonia, it? Estonia, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's Bolt. And then there's Didi that recently launched in South Africa. It's a Chinese ride-hailing app. Oh. It's actually, um, they're, they're more profitable than Uber. They <laughs> employ more more drivers, more cars in the world. Mm. Um, and they just recently actually launched here. Yeah, they have offices in Joburg and I've been using them. Um, they they promote a whole bunch of safety features for like women who go on rides alone and they do like ride recording. It records the audio during your ride and where you are. Um, so those are a few nice like safety features that I, I'm sure you, you can find some safety features in the other apps. Mm. Like um, Uber likes to, uh, their major ones, the uh, live ride uh, tracking. Yeah, so and you, you can, can share, share your location. People. Yeah. But it like look, it's a bit stupid, I I think, because if you if you if you got the notification through the app, as opposed to sent as a link, um, and you lose the app, like say you your phone restarts or or something, or you just leave the app. Um, it's almost impossible, I find, to get back to it because the notification disappears from the screen. Oh, wow. Um, That's not useful. Not at all. But if you get it like over a WhatsApp link, then you can go back to it whenever. Um, and I, like I found that that works quite well. I don't really use um, uh, uh, ride-hailing apps very much. I tend to drive everywhere. But 
uh, on occasions when I know I'm not going to be able to drive. In terms of cost, though, I found like I don't use them a lot either. Like every now and then I'll need one. Mm. Um, like when I'm servicing my car, or going to the airport, um, and I found Bolt is much cheaper than the others. Mm. I don't know how they cover costs. I checked for a, a ride on Bolt from the licensing department to the office, which is like, I think like six to seven kilometers. Mm. And it was like 18 rand <laughs> on Bolt, while it was like 28 rand on DD and 35 rand on Uber. Mm. So that's quite a big range in terms of cost. Yeah, no, I know. Um, I actually, the very first time I took an Uber, because I resisted it for the longest time. The very first time I took an Uber was when they were um, trialing Uber Go in South Africa. I just happened to do it the weekend that Uber Go launched here, soft launched. Um, and uh, <laughs> uh, like it was like the Uber Black, Uber X, I think, and Uber Go. Those yeah. like were the three options. And Uber Go was brand new. And it was like uh, 300 bucks on the Uber Black. It was, uh, I think it was like 250 on the Uber X. And then it was like 60 bucks on the Uber Go. But because it had just launched, there were no Uber Go cars. So the dude from Uber X was the guy who picked me up. Oh, I wow. just But, I, but I, pay, I wound up paying like 60 bucks for the ride. Wow. Um, it was, you know, it was quite strange to but see. But yeah, that. it's nice to have more options, at mm. least in South Africa now, whereas we always just only had one i know there were other few that launched in in the past few years there was in driver which is like a russian um mm. ride hailing app and it works on a bidding system yes i, I haven't heard how well that they did yeah um i haven't i haven't heard very much from them since since we um heard the initial uh, thingy there was also there was a local one a hyper local one i think it launched in kzn but i can't even remember the name because it's been a bit of a year so far. It's um, interesting to me that a lot of people and companies decide to to duplicate the Uber like business model while Uber has yet to be profitable. <laughs> yeah. Um because they 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 market well. Um like they, it they sounds like a good idea you're like yeah I'm creating jobs and I'm helping people get around but in the meantime you're just flooding the roads with more cars. Increasing carbon emissions, increasing traffic, <laughs> and not making any money. So it doesn't sound like a good idea. Yeah, well, maybe that's why Hertz is buying all those Teslas. No, <laughs> not confirmed. Not no, confirmed. No, the paperwork's not done yet. <laughs> Let's not go there. But, yo, this was our second episode with Marsha and Brett. Yes. And you'll hear more from us, unfortunately, in the coming weeks. Leading up to nothing. This will go on forever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think we'll still be stuffed next week. <laughs> um, go ahead and check out our site, stuff.co.za. We have a lovely new site designed by our website man. And <laughs> <laughs> and you hear that, Nick? We also <laughs> on social media, stuffsa on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go ahead and subscribe on YouTube Stuff Studios. Thanks for listening and check out for the next one. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.